Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast, where you can learn how to improve your diet, lose fat, and get fitter in a sustainable and fun way without spending hours in the gym. Here is your host, Darren Kirby. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is the number one podcast for dads in their 40s who want to improve their health and fitness. This is episode 51, and joining me on today's show is one of our one-to-one clients, Nurinda Ruprai. Narinda has lost 31 pounds using the 9010 transformation system and has done all of this whilst juggling a busy career, family life with his wife and two young boys. Hi Narinda, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks uh, thanks for inviting me. So it's great being here. Um just just busy as ever with uh, with family and work, but uh, all good in the lockdown. Good, good. Excellent. Yeah, it's um it's very strange times and obviously every podcast that I'm doing right now it seems to be focusing around the lockdown so I think that's been uh, spoken about and it's obviously not an ideal situation for many people but um, you know adaptability is, is is key really and obviously keeping the family safe and sound which sounds like you have so um, I think I, I just so for the benefit of the listeners um, Narinda is one of my uh, one-to-one clients uh, and we've been working together Narinda since was it about October last year? I can't remember now. Yeah, it was July last year, actually. So, uh, we, oh, was it? Uh, yeah, we, we worked together about three, four months initially. Um, yep. And then, then we had a death in the family. So I think we took a break at the end of last year yep. and then uh, picked up things up again this year. Yeah, excellent. So so Narinda is, is, is the typical um, kind of, you know, busy dad that I, that I generally work with who, you know, is juggling, you know, multiple things at any one time and career you know there's obviously hobbies involved and 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 kids stuff and obviously you know just general family life so can you take us back a little bit Narinda you know obviously you and I spoke I didn't realize it was July actually so (laughs) working back since July last year um before you know obviously you started working with me what kind of um condition were you in and what kind of fitness and and how much of your health had you paid attention to prior yeah yeah I think going back a few years even I think life had taken over um so going back in my 20s um I was kickboxing and uh, going to the gym a couple of times a week so it was quite easy to stay fit uh, and being off my diet so um having got married had two children and I think last year was particularly busy where I was helping my parents renovate the house um, yeah. Fitness and exercise was was definitely you know, slipped onto the back seat. Um, <laughs> so I found it, I struggled to to I enjoy cycling. I struggled to get on my bike, and uh, right. and the last few years I really struggled to shift shift the weight. So um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was it was like you said, uh, busy busy life with family and and work, and struggle to uh, um, to be on top of my fitness. Yeah, I think it, it's just a common theme, isn't it? And it, you know, it's understandable. You, you know, you go through various different phases in your life and you have different priorities at different times. And I think you, you know, once you, it's not like you, you come out the other side, but you, you get to a certain stage, particularly I've noticed with family, you know, kids get to a certain age and you get to a certain age um, in, in many ways. And, and you kind of have a little bit of a reflective um, 
you know a, approach really and you kind of think well I'm not exactly where I wanted to be you know I realize that I'm not paying attention to my health and my diet like I was previously and and, and I want to do something about it so obviously you and I spoke and we agreed to start working together so when we started to work together what was your kind of ideal outcome or objective of us kind of working together I, I think um, uh, I, I should probably know I probably had two sets of targets so initially it was to lose weight I've always struggled yeah. um, um, I'm not a tall person so I'm five foot six and uh, right. I struggled to get my weight below 80 kilograms in, in the last decade um, yeah so so what I, I think that the first target was to, to get to, to about 75 kilograms um, yeah. and uh, I think the next target when, when we start working in this year was to to trim off and, and go for a flatter stomach and increase yeah. the energy and uh, and fitness overall yeah yeah and and again you know I think that they're, they're common goals um, that, that many of us have you know when, when we start I think it kind of the the, the areas you identified there you know you have your initial goal and you realize that you can actually it is actually achievable with the right approach and then you kind of set yourself a more you know targeted goal like you know we're working on we're working on right now um so what kind of you know obviously prior to us working together your health was okay you didn't have any issues it was just a realization that you had that you wanted to change yeah yeah i think over the years as life has got busier um you you know you gain a bit weight over christmas and then normally Mm. it's being get back on the cycle or or the gym and and lose it back again but as things got busier you would gain the weight and not necessarily lose it so uh, yeah i I saw that creeping on um creeping up and uh yeah and then 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 when we kind of we've known each other for a good few years and yeah when when we reconnected last summer it was you know it seemed like a good fit and a good opportunity to to get some help yeah awesome so Talk us through the process of of when we first started to to work together in the first couple of weeks, because the reason I ask this is because it it can be quite challenging just in general for people when we make changes. Right. Um, And it's the, you know, the changing of, you know, your diet or your fitness or, you know, becoming more um, scheduling your workouts in and having to adapt when things get in the way of the workout. So how did you find it in the first few weeks that we started to work together? I think it was quite easy and adaptable. I think obviously we get on quite well. So it was quite easy to work with you. But I think you've obviously thought about the program and I think the first changes were easy just to get the momentum yeah. going. Um, so, yeah. so I remember it was subtle changes when you, when you looked at our diet, uh, you straight away saw that um, I'm protein light and carb heavy, heavy. Yeah. Um, and, and so making simple choices when I go, when I go to a restaurant, instead of picking, picking the pasta or, or pizza dish that I normally gravitate to, what about a fish dish or a salad dish? Um, yeah uh, making subtle changes like that um so so yeah i think it was it was quite easy to adapt um at the beginning and then yeah. obviously as we progressed we we stepped up the uh, uh the attention to detail yeah and i think that's that's important that you've obviously you know throughout us working together you've you've understood that because that is that i think and i believe that that's the right longer term approach to things because you can see all of these plans and all of these trainers out there who can get you results quickly. But what we're looking to do is it we're looking to do it in a sustainable way. And so therefore, 
you know, the results are perhaps not as quick as, as some people would have you believe that they're achievable, but they're sustainable. And, and as you've identified there, you know, changing little things one step at a time is the key that I've found to keep things manageable for people. Because, you know, let's re- remind ourselves, you know, we are parents with, you know, all of the commitments that I've already outlined. And if you try and make too many changes at once, it, you, it's just not going to stay consistent. And, and that's the, the other key thing is, is, is consistency is, is the key in achieving what you want or getting the outcome you want when you're looking at your, your health, your fitness. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's really important. And, I, you know, I try and emphasize this to people that, yes, some, you can work with somebody and they can get your results quickly. The question you need to ask yourself is that, uh, is that going to be sustainable over the long term? Um, and in many cases, it's not. In many cases, unfortunately, you see people that go, you know, they get some amazing results, amazing body transformations. But then if you go and see them again in nine months later, they're back to where they were. And that really is not the objective. So, mm. um, so yeah. So, so, But, you know, if you don't mind me saying, Narendra, when we first started to work together, you had some real big personal challenges. Um, and I think, you know, it would have been easy for you to throw the towel in um, and give up but you didn't you know you were able to adapt so can you just you know talk us a little bit obviously not the personal circumstances but a little bit around your ability to adapt when you had challenges yeah yeah I think like I said I think the initial changes were quite easy they're all subtle changes and and I think that they got got you know quite a lot of results and I think um then it became how busy my lifestyle was and, and I yeah. always gravitated towards the, the meal deals when, when you're busy and grabbing lunch. Um, and then uh, the mindset of um, uh, what's good and what's bad because uh, mm. in my mind it was um, uh, as long as I didn't eat fast food, I was good. It didn't yeah. matter about the pizzas and pastas and the odd beer here and there. Um, and um, I always gravitated to crunchy uh, snacks, so crisps. Yeah. Um, and as long as it was in chocolate, it was fine. So there was a lot of um, uh, what I realized afterwards, mindset work to to get yeah sh- shift off um, the sort of unhealthy foods there. Um, and I think same with the exercise, uh, making time for that. And I think we worked quite well in terms of you recognize that I was busy, and then and then trying to work out hit sessions that were twenty minutes long. Yeah. instead of the longer sort of bike rides which I didn't always have time for um, yeah. so so that that they were quite good ways of adapting to what was going on for me yeah absolutely and you know I, I think like you said you know the mindset side of things and the conscious awareness of of you know because we are busy and, and habitually we will just gravitate towards whatever we recognize or whatever's familiar to us when we're busy and we're, and we're out and about and obviously with your with your job you travel quite a lot as well which can yeah. add another challenge to it and it's just that awareness around the the type of food groups and the macronutrients you need to have your right balanced diet um instead of you know just picking up the the sandwich like you say the meal deal and stuff like that actually just pausing and realizing that actually no you know that's I can have this instead of this. And, and you were very good at that, by the way. You know, you, you know, we had some challenges in the beginning, but we worked through it again over, uh, over a number of weeks, didn't we? And, and particularly when you were traveling with work, you know, you would come back to me and say, well, what can I have here? What, what would be a better option? 
And I think you you pretty much nailed that, particularly around around the work traveling, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, and I think um, it was mindset because it took. I don't understand. It takes time. So uh, I think it was Anthony Robbins that says it takes about ninety days to form a new habit. So yeah, it, it took that time for you know, becoming aware and having that information. So every time we spoke every week, is yeah, we, I went on this trip and I grabbed a meal deal from the from the airport. Or oh, you know, what about Pret and they do this and that and um, yeah. So so just getting my head around the the different options available. Uh, yeah. And same with the exercises. If I'm traveling, the hit session works perfectly. The hotel may or may not have a gym. There may yeah. or may not be space for a run. Um, it's obviously yeah. difficult to take my bike with me. Um, but um, having exercises that could do that could adapt to, to um, traveling was great. So, um, but yeah, it did take a good few months to, I think, to nail it. Um, yeah. so every week there was a, a new challenge. Uh, and, we, and we addressed it. And I think you've got to go for all those different situations to have yeah. almost a toolbox in your mind of um, what's the right type of food, foods to eat. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, like you said, on, on the exercise side of things, you know, we worked together in order to, to, to kind of adapt to make sure that, you know, if a long, like you said, a long cycle wasn't possible because the kids have got football, you need to spend yeah. time with a family and stuff like that, you know, it's not acceptable for families if you're just disappearing out on your bike for a couple of hours. Um, mm. Whereas you don't necessarily need to do that. You know, a 12 to 15 minute hit session will give you a different workout, but it will achieve a similar outcome. So, yeah, being able to, again, be aware of that instead of what a lot of us do is, you know, we might throw our hands up in the air because the wife has called on the way home from work and we can't do the workout that we have planned. It's a case of, you know, understanding, saying, okay, right, I can't do this workout today, but I can do this when I get home or when the kids have gone to bed, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. So I think, you know, it just comes back to, I keep going on about it, but, you know, adaptability uh, um, and being consistent. So, yeah, I mean, that was just some of the, 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 the challenges that we were able to overcome. And again, I want to point out, you know, Narinda had to work on this over a number of weeks, didn't you? And, you, you know, you had to we had to, you know, you might slip back and all the rest of it, just because it's a, it's a, it's an awareness thing. And we'd have mm. our weekly call and obviously set our three mini goals for the week. And then you'd come back and over, you know, over a period of two to three weeks, you'd nail it. Um, and, and it would just then become, you know, habitual, which is, which is really, really cool. So in terms of how the, the program impacted on your family, what kind of challenges and positives did you have from, from this? Um, in terms of challenges, I think um, when we uh, adapted breakfast time and lunch time, it, it was just me. So um, there were my challenges, yeah. if, if that makes sense. So uh, in terms of swapping out the, the bready stuff for breakfast for smoothies, swapping out the sandwiches at lunch for, for salads. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, there were challenges there because I, I'm not, I'm not quite, I'm not the best of cooks or, or a foodie. So, right. um, to get my head round in prepping up, um, for, for smoothies and salads. Um, yeah. but I think they were my challenges and, you know, there, there were, you know, we had, to, we had to work through them, but got my yeah. head round there. And, uh, and I remember, you, you know, the importance of prepping stuff up beforehand. So I can make the smoothies first thing in the morning before I go, um, have yeah. the salads ready the night before. Um, so, so, but, but yeah, like I said, there were my changes. I think with family, it was always dinner time because I, I felt guilty for, uh, yeah. sort of derailing dinner plans if, uh, the, the kids wanted pizza or fish and chips that particular night. 
Um, yeah. and, and my wife's a great cook and she, she does a lot of home cooked meals. And, and again, I felt guilty for derailing that as well. Um, yeah. So we, we kind of kind of worked out a good balance. Um, I think you probably realized for some time that the dinner thing was always holding back, holding yeah. me back. And, um, uh, and so, so when the kids do want to, to, you know, treat, have a treat over pizza or fish and chips or whatever, I think, uh, subbing that out for a salad w- was eventually, yeah. I, you know, when I did get used to making salads, it was quite easy to sub that out. So initially yeah. that was a challenge. Um, and, and I wasn't prepared to, you know, impact the family time by, by, yeah. you know, cooking two separate meals or telling the kids the kind of that. So, um, so that was probably the biggest family challenge. Um, yeah. There. Uh, and then we, we kind of got our head around it um, and also kind of plan up in advance. So my wife roughly knows what she's going to make. And uh, and if we know that the kids want a particular dish and it doesn't work with, with my diet, um, yeah. then I could easily sub that out for, for, for a salad, which is quite easy to make. Right. Yeah, I, I think that was the other thing we were conscious of, wasn't it? You know, you, you, you follow a pescatarian diet as well, which... Um, yeah you know yeah. remind me it's just it's no eggs and no dairy isn't it um uh, that and uh, n- and uh and no meat fish, yeah 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 no meat yeah yeah and so so you know that was the other area that we had to focus on as well and you know whatever your um kind of diet is that you want to follow that's completely fine the, the key thing about it is that we needed to make sure that you had the right macronutrients for the for the outcome that we were trying to achieve so you know, we had to make sure that we cut down on the carbohydrates and yeah. we, you know, upped the, the fats, the good fats, um, and we upped the protein intake as well, which which took us a little while, didn't it, to, for us to kind of master. Um, but we, we, we did get there and, and I think it worked quite well. I think to touch on your point about, you know, you're not, you're not a cook uh, and your wife is a good cook. I think one of the key areas that I noticed that worked really well for you and that was the smoothies in the morning. You know, that yeah. was something relatively straightforward that you could do. And I think obviously, you know, you have traditional Indian food at home as well. And yeah. I think we were able to to kind of adapt that in the diet so that it didn't become this really, you know, challenging, restrictive diet, which I'm not, you know, I'm dead against. And, and it has to fit in with family life. And I think by and large, we, we achieved that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, uh, it's just having the sort of the awareness now. I, I know where, okay, that's going to be a carb heavy meal. Maybe I should sub that out for something yeah. else. Um, and then even sometimes I do have pizza, but then I, right. I'm, I'm aware of, okay, I've, I've, been, I've had a large carb intake in that meal. Let's balance things out later on in the day. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. perfect. That's That's absolutely perfect because it means it, like I said, you know, it's not this horribly restrictive diet which mm. you know becomes it's just another layer of added kind of stress that you don't really need yeah. uh with yeah. the family so yeah i mean that 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 was really positive so where you're at right now in terms of of your weight and fitness levels you know what have been the biggest changes would you say that, that have changed as a result in your lifestyle yeah so so i think over um in the six months we've worked together broken as it was uh, I think uh, I've gone from 85 kilograms from last July down to 70 kilograms now. Um, yeah. And I feel a lot more energetic, um, a lot more comfortable um, in my skin and my clothes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, fitness wise as well. I've um, obviously, as I've lost the weight and increased the exercise, um, it's been 
you know, partly to increase my fitness as well. So I've, I've gone from a typical, uh, 20 mile bike ride and now I do 40 mile bike rides. Um, yeah, yeah not necessarily because of the weight loss, but obviously because no. of, um, uh, partly because of weight loss and partly because we've increased my fitness o- over that period. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, so, um, I, I think I, I feel better. I look better. Um, I feel more energetic and yeah. um, I'm able to push myself a bit more when it comes to fitness. Yeah, I, I think I think it's it's pretty incredible. I mean, if, if the listeners actually knew some of the challenges that you went through, I think it's pretty incredible that you, you, you know, you didn't throw the towel in, like I said earlier, which you could have done at any point. And, you know, over the last period that we've we've started, you know, we've reconnected and worked together, the, the progress has been quite incredible and it's and I don't think we've necessarily changed many things all that's happened really is we've become I think more consistent and the second thing is we've got our timing right in terms of our you know macronutrients and things like that when you've increased you know your mileage on the bike and things like that and we went into that into a little bit detail making sure Mm. that you know, you, the body still does need glycogen that it gets from carbohydrates and making sure that we were timing that correctly so that the yeah. body could actually use those carbohydrates and burn them as opposed to actually only burning what it could store uh, and then, you know, storing the rest of it as fat. So I think that was a, a real positive, um, you know, approach that we took with that. So in terms of, um, you know, what's next, are you going to carry on? Well, obviously we can continue to work together on a month by month basis. Now we've set another goal. So, so what's, what, what's the, what's the next goal? Can you share that with the listeners? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I've kind of got down to, uh, the, the initial goal, you know, lose the weight and get down to 70 kilograms. Um, yeah. and I, and I felt, um, it wasn't too far away from a flat stomach. So my next goal is to, to, to trim off to, you know, get the last few kilograms off and get yeah. that flat stomach. Um, and I think, um, diet and exercise wise, I'm in a good place at the moment and it's, um, yeah. uh, and if I do drift and you know, you know when you go on holiday, you, you're going all over Christmas, you do yeah. drift a bit, but at least I'm at a good standard where if, where if I do drift, my central gravity is good. So I can't gravitate back to that standard again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. So I think diet and exercise, I'm, I'm happy where I am. Um, and, uh, probably, carry on with the same diet um and until i'm yep. trimmed off uh, yep. and then uh yeah it's not as if um i've yeah it's, it's an odd question it's, it's not as if um this you know i mean forced a diet plan i'm dying to go back to where i used yeah. to be so so yeah. it's all, almost like saying i don't have any more plans i'm happy where i am um, yeah carry on um trimming off and then yeah and just 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 naturally just carry on with the diet and exercise as it is yeah and i think that's it you know we've achieved the initial goal goal going from 85 down to 70 which if people just stop and reflect and and actually put all bags of sugar together to to determine what 15 kilo uh yeah 15 kilos looks like that's a huge amount you know uh, to achieve but again i'll come back to and i'll keep banging the same drum that is you know, Narinda's now in a place where this is sustainable. And like you've just said, you know, this is not something where you've, you've achieved and now you're going to go back to how you were. You've now got mm. the knowledge and understanding to, to maintain it. And I think as we go forward and, and work on the flatter stomach, it will just, we will just flick into what we call a maintenance stage, particularly around the diet side of things. 
Um, and like you said, you know, when you go on holiday, you just go on holiday and, and do what you would normally do, you know, over a two week period. Um, if you're away for two weeks, that is, you know, there's, there's not much damage you can do unless you go crazy and, and obviously ridiculously overeat and stuff like that. Um, I just think, yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's such a, you know, you've achieved, you've achieved so much with, with all of the challenges. And I, that's what I really want to emphasize, you know, this is all achievable, but longer term, it's now sustainable, which is for me personally, it's really key. And it's, it's amazing to see. And I have genuinely loved working with you. I think it's, um, you've been very very receptive to, you know, to everything that I've suggested. And if there's ever been any challenges about the stuff that I suggested, we've talked through it and we've adapted Mm. it. Mm. Um, so, you know, for me, you're, you're the ideal client because you're coachable. You're, you know, you're, you, you've committed to the process and that is something that, you know, you want to, you know, you're committed to doing it and achieving the outcome. So Narinda, before we kind of um, finish, what would you say in summary are the five biggest lessons that you've learned through working with us? Um, yeah, and I, th- I think we've touched on most of them, but I'll, I'll summarize them. I think the, the first one was the, the protein carb intake, uh, because my mind was totally skewed towards carbs but before we started yeah. working. So being self-aware of what I'm eating and am I getting the right amount of protein in during the day and I'm not going too crazy on carbs. Um, yeah, so that, that, that's, that's probably point number one. Um, being more focused on exercise and not, not making it, um, the last thing I think about on a Sunday evening yeah. and, and it's, oh, the week's gone now. Um, so there's that, <laughs> yeah. um, be- better food choices. So things yeah. like subbing the, the crisps out for nuts. Um, you know, if we go, go to, um, you know, if I'm on the run and rather than thinking about meal deals, think about a salad, a fish salad. Um, so things like that. Um, food preparations. Um, so yeah. um, like I said, I'm, I'm not the, the best of cooks, um, but with your help and my wife's help, uh, I've, it's almost come second nature to make a smoothie or to make a salad. Um, awesome. Especially if you're prepping the food up during the, the ingredients up during the week. So cutting the celery, washing the, the spinach and, yeah. Having, the avocado, having everything ready, um, the smoothie is quite simple. You know, four or five greens into a blender, it's done, and, and I'm ready to go. So, um, yeah. Uh, so food prep, and then the last one is um, fueling myself correctly for exercise. So especially the longer yeah. bike rides, and I think um, I, I partly, uh, I think half of down to fitness and weight, and half is down to fueling. I just couldn't get over doing more than twenty miles on a bike. Um, yeah. And then uh, having, you know, learned from yourself how to um, feel myself properly. So, you know, having a decent amount of carb intake before before a bike ride, having yeah. the, uh, the, the, um, uh, the supplements in the water and the um, and, um, protein energy bars with me um, has meant I could get into 40 miles. And I still at 40 miles, I don't feel as tired as I used to when I did 20 miles yeah. a year ago. So um, that's made a big difference as well. So... Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. Um, the those five things. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's that's that that's so rewarding for me to hear that you know that, that you've come that far and all of the points you've made are so so important. You know, the protein and the carb balance that is so classic for yeah. for us guys to get that you know around the wrong way. Focus. You know, you you you've put focus around it. Your, your food choices. You're now aware of your food choices. Mm. You know, a little bit of preparation around your food, which is really key. And then the exercise, you know, fueling on exercise. Uh, we use a lot of car analogies, didn't we, as to yeah, how to yeah, kind of explain be. it. Um, 
And, you know, Narinda's a, a very technical person. And so yeah. therefore, you know, in my explanation, when I was explaining things to him, when I could break it down, it was way easier, I felt anyway, for, for Narinda to understand it because he could put the logic behind it. He's, you know, his yeah. logical brain was was working. And I think if you're, you know, you understand the person that you're working with and the way in which their brain works, you can describe it and explain it in a way which they understand. Because often us us men we we like to understand the science or the details behind it you know just saying to somebody well you need to do this just because just do it it doesn't always work and it's and it's it's a psychological thing you know it doesn't always resonate in the mind for Mm. you to remember that in times when you are busy or you are running around so so yeah it's, it's it's been amazing obviously we're continuing to work together um, yeah, and I, I think yeah, I think it's incredible uh, what you've achieved. So obviously, Narinda, you know you um, you have your career and stuff like that. But if people wanted to to reach out to you um, and you know um, connect with you on social media, what, what's the best place to do that? Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm on the sort of most places, um, but um, I regularly check my LinkedIn, um, Instagram, and Facebook. So. Okay. Um, just, just search my name, Narinda Rupri, and uh, feel free to drop a line. Awesome. Okay, Narinda, well, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today, um, and I look forward to, to our next catch-up. No problem. Likewise. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe, and I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. All the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes and a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com.